0: This is the MoveChannel.coms property inspector taking a closer look at global real estate each month. It's June, it's sunny, uh, people are in a good mood, it's the perfect time to sell your house. Uh, but this month I'm examining one of the greatest property mysteries of all, failing to sell your home. Uh, people come into my office all the time and they say the same thing. They say, Inspector, why isn't my house selling? I interrogated Matt Cook, account manager at Sell My Property, a UK-based listing service for private sellers, to get an answer. Uh, Matthew, thank you for joining me. Matt, this is obviously a very complex issue. Is there a way that you can break this down into several key factors that stop people from selling their house?
1: It's it's such a general market and there's so much competition out there, but there are some key things that lots of people slip up on and probably one of the biggest ones out there is price,
0: straight up. So is it just a case of overpricing? Um, I mean, Spain's housing market, for example, is at the moment overpriced across the country uh, and everyone's waiting for these prices to, to continue lowering to their correct level essentially yeah uh, it's, it's all about knowing the market pretty much and then where you are what your competition's doing essentially is it, is it a case of being realistic and saying this is what my house is actually worth it's very easy to get carried away and to think you know, this is my property I've had it for
1: ages and this is what I bought it at so I want to sell it at a price where I get a profit sometimes depending on where you are especially at the moment with the stuff going on in Greece. Sometimes, you know, you're going to have to bite the hard truth and admit that maybe you can't get what you want. And so you're going to have to shift it to sell. We've had actually quite a lot of examples of properties doing that already. There's some fantastic villas that are for sale um, in, in Greece and Cyprus, where initially they started at the prices of 800,000 euros, mm-hmm. um, but they literally just they can't find the interest and they can't find the buyers. And uh, one of our clients has actually had to slash his all the way down to 200,000
0: uh, recently. Uh, you get a lot of cases of celebrities um, having to lower their house price because their, their homes, even with their star names attached, still failing to find buyers. Uh, and they're, they're cutting their prices by several million. Um, we're obviously not talking that much. Um, but a couple of thousand, uh, a couple of hundred thousand, can that make a difference?
1: Exactly. I mean, uh, see how it feels. The, the way we have the system set up on our, on our network is that you can change the price whenever you want, and so, you know, if you're not getting any interest, maybe it's a good idea to trim it down a little bit, maybe by like five or ten percent, and then see what happens. If you get suddenly a massive influx of interest, then maybe you know you've priced it a little bit lower than maybe it should be, and so you can kind of knock it up a little bit and have a bit of a barter with the buyers, but it is just about trying to fill and get a feel for what people are reacting to it. Take it one step at a time and then keep lowering it until you start getting
0: those hits. Uh, in terms of finding out your market and what kind of situation you're in, is it worth looking at online portals, other people's listings, to see what kind of prices they have? Absolutely. I mean, it's
1: it's one thing to go to someone's house and have a look through the door and uh, through the windows, but online it's so much easier than that that everyone's got their pictures up that you, know, you don't actually have to... Of you know, trespassing private property to be able to have a look in someone else's house and see what they're doing with their property. If you can find a house that you like, that you think is looking good value and stuff like that, then try and emulate that in your property. If you find pictures and styles that are good, that look good, and that you know make you think that oh, if I had
0: if I was an investor, I would want that property, then try and get a similar feel on your property, try and do a similar thing. Uh, You mentioned value. Obviously, there's a sense of uh, you want to get your money's worth when you buy a house. Um, So is it a case of making sure that not only your pricing is accurate, but also the quality of your house is high enough to be desirable? So things such as repairs, uh, are they worthwhile doing? If it's within your budget, definitely worth doing. I mean, it's some properties, you
1: sell them as investment opportunities, so they don't necessarily have to have, you know, they don't have to be in the top nick. But if it's in your budget and if you want to sell it as a kind of, you're looking for buyers who will buy it as a holiday home or as a home and they're people who aren't looking to invest, then make the repairs because that will make your property so much more
0: attractive. Uh, can a liquid of paint make a difference.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. There's, there's so many properties that you'd see, like, you know, just walking down any street in any city or any town, you'll see properties that look like they're looked after and some that look like they won't. You know, some that look like they're not looked at, so their gardens are a state, or, you know, the, the front of the property looks like it's a bit run down. Literally, if all it takes is just getting someone in to kind of, you know, paint, paint the front or kind of do a bit of gardening to tidy it up a little bit, by all means do
0: it. Uh, in terms of getting that, that first impression, that looking like a house you want to buy, we've talked before about bad property photos. Uh, with people in embarrassing situations, people without clothes on, animals everywhere, messy rooms. But aside from photos on an online property listing, uh, what else can you do uh, to make your house stand out? Um,
1: You get some descriptions that literally don't tell you anything. It'll be a paragraph with some very vague comments about the area or the property itself. And if there's not enough information there for you to essentially paint a picture in your head, with just the descriptions and just the words, then you need to work on that description. I mean, we have on our, on our network, you know, we've got a full description box there which is 8,000 characters long and that is more than enough for most people to be able to put in a clear, concise kind of descriptions of the area they're in and what sells in the property, the, the selling points of the property. If it has a swimming pool, mention it has a swimming pool and say how big it is. If it's got a skyline or a skylight or if it's south facing or you know, all these features mention them and sell them and try and describe it in I guess as a creative way as
0: possible but without being too flowery so there's, there's, there's photos making sure those are the best they can be, there's, there's pricing correctly mm-hmm. uh, there's making sure that your description is as professional and as honest yeah. as possible mm-hmm. um, what other things could people people do? Um, um, we actually recently we've had
1: uh, one guy interested in advertising on network who's actually done two music videos uh, that you know, that have been shot on his property listing. So you get to see inside the property, you get to see the gardens and stuff like that. It's, they're quite interesting, and I think that's something that maybe would be worthwhile. It looks like something
0: that will definitely stand you out at the moment, because not many people do it. So that's, that's what's important, standing out. Is it a case of being creative with your advertising, you know, in terms of videos or descriptions?
1: If you've got that edge that makes your property that little bit different, a little bit more interesting, mm-hmm. then the all the competition regardless of price and regardless of you know the other inf- you know influences like location and stuff like that if you can have a property that just kind of that hooks the buyer kind of gets them really interested in, in your property then the better and that will be kind of your creative input I guess one guy who did home cooking video and that was literally just him selling his property on his kitchen so you know obviously some people have fantastic amazing kitchens out there that are kind of the kitchens you see in the kind of the channel is trying to sell you things, and if that's what your property has, and sell them. Kind of find a way to put it in into your property. And this guy literally just sat in his kitchen and did a home cooking video, and that was it. But that that's that's all you need sometimes.
0: So is it about finding that that key feature in your house, and then using that as a selling point to target the right buyer? Is it? It helps. It's there's different ways
1: you can do that, of course, of targeting the right buyer. But you know if. If you have it on your property, and if you've listed it correctly, then the buyer will find you. I kind of, If the buyer's looking for someone who has a really good kitchen or something like that, then make sure it's mentioned, make sure it's covered in your listing, and
0: then they will find you, and then that'll be it. That'll be a romance relationship. And then at the same time, summer is obviously the peak time for selling property, but... Does the time of year in which you list can that make a difference? So the idea of selling in winter when there are fewer people listing properties is that that's a bit of an urban legend. Is that actually true?
1: Potentially, if you list when less people are going to be listing, then your property is going to get more exposure because you will have less competition. So straight away you'll be getting more interest because you would have cut half half of competition. You know, so if. Say there's a hundred houses on the market during one month, but then the next market there's only fifty. By mm. like the next month there's only fifty on the market. Then those fifty are going to get a bigger share of the market. So definitely timing is is important.
0: So I've got I've got a house. It has a unique feature. I reduced my price. Uh, I thought about when I'm selling. Um, I obviously can't do anything about the location of the house. Um, but I've got a strong listing. I have a video. Uh, I have nice photos. My description is strong. Um, is it then just a case of trying to get more hits? Is it just a, is it just a case that the more people that see my house, the more people are likely to buy it? Is it? Um,
1: sometimes it can. It's definitely a numbers game. The more hits you get, the more likely you are to find that buyer. Obviously, if no one's looking at your listing, no one's going to buy it. If you have a hundred people looking at it, then you know the odds of one of those people being a genuine buyer and genuinely interested in your property. <laughs> and you having a successful negotiation with them is going to be you know, greatly increased. So it is, in some respects, a numbers game. So anything you can do to increase your exposure online, to get those clicks, to get those views, is vital. And it will vastly improve your odds. Uh,
0: Matt Cook, thank you very much. No worries. Thanks very much for having me. Thank you very much. And hopefully we now finally have an answer to the greatest property mystery of all. Good luck building your house. The Property Inspector will return next month.